Hello. <laughs> is this working? I do hope it is because we've got <laughs> a brand new um, system uh, in place. It's who knows. Anyway, welcome everyone. We've been away for ages uh, because our barrister presenter, our star man, basically has been injured and out of the game. Um, <laughs> you're not even like a barrister anymore, are you? No, no, no. I'm now, I'm now that worst of all people, a left-wing academic. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and all you've done for about the last 20 minutes is we've been talking is whinge about <laughs> your workload and how you... I remember about three or four months ago when you were still looking forward to quitting, not being a barrister anymore, not having to deal with, like, the police and petty criminals every day and courts that were crumbling and you're going, I'm going to academia. It's going to be... Um, dreaming spires and bicycles everywhere and like, yeah. tofu for breakfast. Well, and, it, is, it is bicycles everywhere, but they're being ridden by insane Deliveroo riders. So. <laughs> they are it's, mental, aren't they? It's like yeah. the life expectancy of them like, must be about nine days. You know, it must it, be like being I, a, a fighter pilot in World War One or something. Do you know, I've written some material about this and I, I've never done it. I might try it tonight. And the gist of it being the bravest jobs used to be fireman and maybe soldier and now it's replaced by Deliveroo because and just yeah. drivers with the sort of big massive backpacks on the way that they cycle through Manchester Centre they're just weaving and out of traffic and the other thing that I used to think was if you're a firefighter or a, if you're a firefighter you go I've got to go into that building that's burning but I might save a woman who's got a baby and I'll, I'll pull her out and you know what, the future is safe because I've rescued somebody. Yeah, yeah. Exactly the same thing with a soldier. And then and what is the Deliveroo guys? Like, what's his motive? He's like, yeah. let's get these nuggets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. I've never met before the cold or else I'll get <laughs> like a three-star review or something. It's just insane. Yeah. Oh, but it's like the, walking from Oxford Road Station in Manchester to the university, which is a five-minute walk, yeah. involves at least four near sort of fatal collisions <laughs> with someone on a massive bike with a big backpack or someone on an electric scooter just bezzing around the pavement. It's like, it's just like you've got to properly have your wits about you. It's insane. You do. They look like giant sort of tortoises, don't they, with... I don't, I'm surprised no one's come up with a Deliveroo bike yet. Perhaps we should invent one. Oh, but right, yeah. You remember like old butcher's bikes <clears throat> or in open all hours, like there was like a grocer's boy bike. Yeah, with the big sort of like tray on the front almost. Yeah. yeah. Or even like, I don't know if you've seen the even older ones, like Italian ice creams, like on the, like in Rimini or something. And they almost have a freezer on the front of the bike. Like that. Yeah. Bike thing i don't know maybe the pedals could could heat it to keep your food warm yeah um, that, yeah there you go so <laughs> dragons for a 10 percent share in my company <laughs> you already want to quit being a teacher <laughs> being a lecturer um so lots of things have happened obviously uh one of the big ones um would be i don't know let's not name any names but um a comedian was outed on BBC Sheffield about two weeks ago for having child pornography. Or well, let's, let's correct the terminology. Indecent images of children, isn't it? Decent is. images of children, yes. That, and that was, I think it was read out on the sort of afternoon news. And then obviously comedians being comedians, it just got shared 
instantly. Yes. Um, well, I, I, I first heard about it when I got, I, I was doing a bit of work, hmm. writing lectures in my, in my room, like, you know, like right, putting together an Edinburgh show. And I went to the toilet and I came back and I had a missed call from a mutual comedian friend of mine who, when I saw who it was, I went, oh, I wonder what that <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah, I've got two or three people who went and know him. It's like, so basically, if Rob Thomas or Dave Longley yeah. or I was trying to think, um, Steve Harris, I suppose, is another one. If yeah. they phone me, it's not going to be about work. No, no, no. Any, well, any yeah, the comedian was... phones me, I'm always like, ooh, I might get a writing gig out of this. So there's probably a, a support site. If it's one of those, but in fact, not even Steve Harris, I suppose. It's just basically Longley or Rob Thomas for me. And I'm like, oh, somebody's done something bad. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was, it was Longley. It was Longley. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was. I spoke to him this week. And, he... and then that night, I spoke, I, was, I actually saw Rob because I was on his podcast <laughs> as well. So it was like the double whammy. <laughs> yeah, those are the two sort of, if it rings, I always answer. Because it's not work. It's yeah, going to yeah. be like, at worst, it's going to be, do you want to come on my podcast or do you want to, um, like, go for a pie or something? <laughs> do you want to play five <laughs> Um. So, anyway, every comedians will know who that is. It's probably searchable for anybody else, but not that it's all pre trial. Um, no, no, he's, he's been convicted. He, 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 he? Um, yeah, yeah, he, he pleaded guilty to it. Oh my God! So you can, I you can say his name in the public domain. No, no, he pleaded guilty to it. Oh so no! Can say his name. So how long would it take, on average, for this to reach court? Um, for, for, from what point? From, from him being arrested for this offence. Um, um uh, it's, you know, it, it should be sort of relatively quick, but you, you would you would think that there'll be, um, I I would suspect months to be honest with you, um, yeah. because what will happen is that effectively. However, the police come to suspect that there are indecent images on someone's devices, that will be the trigger for them to maybe go around and seize devices from the person and then take them away to be analysed. Um, and in the meantime, while they're waiting for that, they'll interview them and, and so on and, and you know and carry on with the, the investigation that way. Um, but because um, of cuts to sort of funding over the years and so on, um, and also the fact that virtually any crime now involves some sort of analysis of a phone or something because yeah. you can you can get a lot of information uh, from them. Um, it's a, there's a, always a massive backlog in terms of getting things analysed, so you're sometimes waiting months for, the, for them to get around to, to looking at it, so that, like the digital um, crime unit to, to get around to having a look at it because they have to, you know, there's two ways the police will look at a, at a, at a phone, for example, let's say it's a phone that's been seized, yeah. is that there's like a sort of, effectively what they call, um, oh, what's the word now? I think a kiosk look right. at so like the, so, so the officer at the station can in effect sort of put it onto the sort of computer and look at what's visible on the phone. You know, like it's almost like scrolling through someone's yeah. phone. So they can do that, uh, but then obviously there needs to be like a more sort of a, a much deeper sort of analysis of it. So it'll be done by um, experts who will, um, in essence, be able to sort of see things that have been deleted and things that have been hidden and so on to, mm. to some degree. So. Um, yeah, so that takes time. So, so I, I suspect that if someone, I suspect that it might, it could take up to a year maybe for wow. it to get all the way to to appearing in court and uh, answering the the charge in essence. Right. You know, so um, yeah, so I think you're looking back. Ordinarily, I, I would think for someone, if someone's pleaded guilty in, let's say, for argument's sake, to November 2022, um, which is when this happened. Um, right. Then I, the, the probably the the um, incidents that they were looking at, you know, the incidents of downloading and so on, 
were probably from the start of that year or from the previous year, I would have thought. Wow. So I've gigged, I gigged in that year with that person at least two or three times. One, maybe a week or two before this broke. Uh, and he was it was bizarre because he was a little more pleasant than normal. Because <laughs> um, he normally just quite uh, someone who just keeps himself totally to himself. And he was like very chatty with me, but not with the new the other act in the dressing room who was new, who right. remarked when he'd gone like, "Oh, he's a miserable get," and uh, <laughs> <laughs> count yourself lucky because <laughs> yeah. it, it's funny you do feel like a little. Well, obviously, I mean it's just an awful, awful thing, isn't it? And you feel lied to, and also a little bit disgusted that you were even in a room with that person, let alone very close quarters with that person, let alone yeah, working yeah. with them. Like, as sometimes when you're doing a gig, it's you against the audience, not not really, but you're on the same team as the yeah, comedian, yeah, and you're trying to be on the same team as the audience as well, but maybe you won't be, and. I can look back on dozens and dozens of gigs I've done with that person. It makes me feel a bit like sick. And it's, yeah. it's like if you knew, well, you wouldn't be on with them. You just refuse to work with them. Of course you would. So, you know, they can't, they're finished in that respect. But um, yeah. you you probably just go, well, it's just as well that I'm, you don't know because you don't know what you're doing that. If I Definitely. see that person again in, in the same back room at the Leeds Hi-Fi, that's a tiny room and there's glasses and stuff there and loads of stuff, I don't know what, how you could not just glass them. How, how could you not? <laughs> how could you not? I mean, well, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't recommend sort of vigilante reprisals on, on such people um, because although I completely understand people's, you know, instincts there, um, is actually, you know, in a, from take it, put it seriously, is like that's the sort of thing that makes it difficult to police, you know, and, and pushes it all underground and so on. Um, plus, you know, you would get in trouble. I don't, I don't know if that's the reason it keeps it underground. I think it's just on. I mean, as as long as many times as you could say these people are sick, of course, it's not natural or normal or whatever. I don't know, but um, it's underground because it's just so shocking and vile to everyone yeah. <laughs> everyone yeah. else that's yeah. why whether or not yeah. people just went i will never take the wine to my own hands or not i don't think yeah, it yeah. ever it's just such a shocking just feels so unnatural maybe i don't know maybe if you go back through history maybe it's different but ugh. anyway yeah i mean i mean that's that's a that's a topic that's like a phd thesis that isn't it about um <laughs> yeah sort of social um social views on certain things that are deplorable now but maybe they're different that's different in other times and places and so on yeah. but um but uh but yeah so um yes but I, like so that you know i can't remember talking about it in relation to it but yeah it, so it took it, a year it's, it's probably long time. taken a year to get through now one, I of, would the, say so. one yeah. of the charges that i presume um I, I didn't read i just got all the memes and all the everything i couldn't i couldn't find the original i looked for it i couldn't find it on sheffield I, so i've still not properly seen any anything um but uh one thing that kept coming out was making making images uh, making yeah. decent images so what's that yeah so so he, he was he's he was charged and pleaded guilty to um one count of possession of indecent images and five counts of making images now what i saw on i mean we can probably say his name because in the public domain this you know what i mean everyone will know who we're talking about okay but, 
Um, so do you, do you want to say his name? Tom Bins. Yeah, Tom Bins. Yeah, we both work with him. Um, I always get on one all right with him, to be honest with you, because mm, um, the nature of my. Hey? I thought I did really, but yeah, and and the the nature of, of my sort of like professional life has been that I'm never particularly surprised about anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of um, so, um, and I, I've met sort of people who have done horrific things, albeit in, um, you know, different sort of circumstances. So you're not sort of necessarily on the same team as them as such. Yeah, like unless you're representing like material or. <laughs> Oh, yeah. sorry, you're talking about your time as a barrister, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. I probably met as many thieves and uh, sex offenders in the in the comedy world as, uh, as any of oh, us. But, um, but, um, but you just don't know about it, and that's the thing. And that's one of the uh, one of the sort of you know that's what you were saying is that you feel sort of almost sort of betrayed. Absolutely, um, yeah. But... And it's it's a strange sort of strange feeling for people that if, you, if you're not regularly exposed to to people who do. Being exposed to people is probably not the right terminology. Oh, I know, but um, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so he he pleaded guilty to five counts of of making a one count of possession. And one of the things that I saw um, quite a lot on on the social media response to it was was that making. Oh my God, that's it! Because people assume, and I used to assume this as well. Yes. To, be, to be honest with you, um, that making because you're talking about making images, so you think about making and images can be still all moving. So. Uh, people assume that it's actually that you are make you're recording filming, yeah, stuff. Exactly, you're yeah, filming you you're either you're either appearing in it i'm not sure the right terminology here nope. you're either appearing in, in the images yourself um or you're you know you've somehow it it, it it sort of suggests that, that there's like some sort of studio and a camera and all that and you're and you're part of that process you're part of the the creation of the image you know you know what i mean of, of the yes. video or whatever um but that's not what it means um and it is a particularly sort of, but it is a confusing uh, terminology because actually, if you think about it, though, if you think about it logically, is that if someone had been doing that, they had been filming themselves committing offences or whether actually they would have been guilty of that, you know, of very serious sort of sex offences and you know, of you know, of, of you know, various sexual assaults and 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 rape and so on and so forth, or depending on what it was. So that would be the offending there. It wouldn't be making the the video. That would be probably an aggravating factor, yeah. you know um as well you know another so so that that that's what you should look you know if someone if it just says that someone's been convicted of making then it means not that they've been actually creating themselves but what it actually means though is effectively it means um to cause to exist or make is defined to cause to exist to produce by action and to bring about this is from the case of the crown and, and bolden so the, the offence comes under section one, subsection 1A of the Protection of Children Act from 1978. Mm. So it, it's an act that came before the internet and before that sort of creation, you know. So it predates um, some, fi you know, files and, yeah. and downloads and all that sort of thing. Um, but in 2000, the case of the Cronenbolden uh, made it clear that make in this context means to cause to exist, to produce by action, to bring about. So that basically means that to make, um, so this so it requires that there must be a deliberate and intentional act done with the knowledge that the image is or is likely to be an indecent photograph or pseudo photograph of a child. Um, and to make, it's been widely interpreted um, to include the following. So opening an attachment to an email containing an image, yep. um, in, in, cause, because by opening that attachment, you cause it to come into existence, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, downloading an image from a website onto a computer screen, storing an image in a directory on a computer, um, 
or, or accessing a website in which the image is paid by way of autom automatic pop-up. Now that's an interesting one because if, there's, if it pops up onto your screen, even though you're not looking at it, then technically you, you, you might have caused it to come into existence by being on that website. Um, and it's not an excuse to, um, to say that, well, I didn't want that. Um, I was looking for other stuff. In, in certain circumstances, because otherwise everyone would make that use that argument. You see that argument all the time that I was looking for, I wasn't looking for this. It just came on, you know, blah blah. blah. And in this case, I think his his defence was that I, I, or his version of events was that I was sort of in a in a frenzy because of overdosing on on medication. I'm not qualified to know how realistic that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll have to see what the sentencing says about that and what was what was accepted by the court. Um, but it it, it effectively creates. Um, he, he said he was like basically downloading huge zip files full of, of, of images, some of which had children, but that wasn't what he was looking for um, and certainly not what he was interested in. Um, and he immediately deleted everything. Now, the reason that you would charge someone in those circumstances with making rather than possessing is that, um, again, there's case law to suggest that once you delete something from your device, you're no longer in possession of it. Um, but because of the way computers work, there will be effectively evidence of you having downloaded it at some point and then deleted it so you can show you can evidence that it's been made that it's come into existence but possession as a, as a definite thing that you know you have to possess it um, and have ownership of it and if it's been deleted you're actually no longer in possession of it so when at the point that you're arrested and the, the, the police are looking at your devices you're not in possession at that stage and people would basically get away with it by deleting it in essence um, so it, it's it's the law has developed to allow this make to mean something else and probably what it's intended for in 1978 when it when it when the legislation was was created right. albeit the spirit of the legislation is still the same because it's designed to stop people having indecent images of children because that causes suffering of those children that are in those images if that makes yes. sense when when's the Bowdoin case uh, crane and Bowdoin is that 2000 right so 2000 even in yeah. those days if you, like 22 years ago probably just about the back end of dial-up modem yeah. Possibly. Possibly still people still had so it's that is that shows how out of date that is if that's but what's puzzle principle still exists, still is valid. Right. Um Yeah. So did you ever do um you must have had 'cause you, you used to if you've just new to the podcast, Chris, um as well you you were a barrister attached to the police, weren't you? So you were in house counsel. Lancashire. Yeah. It was Lancashire, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah for yeah. the Lancashire Police. So presumably you had to go to court often or at least advise um, whether or not the officers who were about to go to court or, or maybe they, they were gathering evidence. Did you ever deal with this kind of thing? Yeah, 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 quite regularly. Um, so um, I had to deal with, uh, effectively, I dealt with a lot of um, protective orders. So where someone has, for example, there's evidence that someone has been um, has been caught in possession of images or has been caught making them or whatever, yeah. um, then what you can do is you can get different orders that stop them, that are meant to stop them from doing that. So there are sexual risk orders. If they're not being convicted, if someone's got a, what's called a qualifying offence, which is um, defined in, in the Sexual Offences Act, as usually, well, the, the majority of the, of the offences under the Sexual Offences Act, basically. Um, so if someone's got, you know, has has, has a conviction for uh, possession uh, or, or making images, um, then you can get a, a sexual harm prevention order. And, and basically what that would say is that you can't have any contact with people under the age of 16. 
Um, although the, the case of the Colonel Smith said it, it, it was well, actually that if um, all the offending is just based on images and there's no evidence of them actually grooming or, or, or having contact with, 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 with children um, in, in an in, inappropriate way, um, then you should tailor the order just to be about images. So what you would say is that the person is not allowed to have access. What, what we used to say was that you can't have access to anything that can get on the internet. Mm. Now, obviously, in this day and age, that is impossible, basically, because, you know, in theory, your, fr your fridge might be connected to the internet yeah. <laughs> or, um, or your washing machine or, your, or, or um, and, and the fact that the vast majority of life requires some sort of internet access for work and to engage with, you know, the public services and things like that. So, so, so the, the, the orders had to then be, take that into account. So, so what you would say is that this person isn't allowed to have, um, have or own any device or use any device capable of um, accessing the internet unless he makes it available on request to a police officer for inspection because there wouldn't be a power to look at it ordinarily. Um, so what this, what this does is that, and you can prevent them from using any encryption software, it can prevent people from uh, deleting internet histories and all sorts of stuff. So that if they breach one of those prohibitions, that becomes an offence in itself. So if you can look at someone's phone and say, "Hold on, what have you?" and have a you know, and, and see that they've deleted something, even no matter what that is, you know, if they've deleted their internet history, or so you know, officers go around, you know, the offender managers go around and have a look at people's devices, and sometimes they look at it and there's no internet history on there, so you know that they've clearly just deleted it that morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you know that the police are coming round. Um, and that would be an offence. So it's, it's to stop people from doing that. It's so that the police can keep an eye on what's happening and that should act as a deterrence for them doing any further offences. So that, that that's that's how you would deal with that sort of thing. So I, I, I have dealt with and I've met a lot of people who are otherwise quite... I mean, a lot of them look like weirdos who would do this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but a lot of them are perfectly normal. So that's why I said before, I'm, not partic I'm never particularly surprised um, about anything, to be honest with you, because I've just been... Uh, you know, I, I've had a lot of... Um, uh, interactions with people that you would never have guessed you know what I mean so um so yeah but I mean there are some uh, defenses to to it so it's not um necessarily the case that it's not a strict liability offense that if you've, if you've got images that's it you're, you're guilty right. um albeit there are they're, they're very limited in their application the offense the defense so um there's the legitimate reason um defense um so um, it's, there's no definition as to what legitimate reason uh, right. means, uh, but for example, um, it, it's probably legitimate for a police officer um, to have possession of them or, or for, um, you know, legal representatives have possession in a trial for these offences. You know what I mean? The, the evidence has to be presented to the court somehow. Um, so that would involve people actually having possession of them, if you think about it. So um, that you know, that would be a legitimate reason to yeah. have it. Um, but albeit, you wouldn't be arrested there, you know what I mean? It would all be above board. So usually the legitimate reason would sort of pre, you know, it, it would obviate the, the need to use it, if that makes yeah. sense, because it would be a thingy. But, but you know, the, the undertaking sort of like research um, stuff um, is, is a defense potential. Right, that's what um, Pete Townsend, but, who's the yeah, yeah. for any younger legend. Yeah, the, the Townsend defense. Yeah, because he you said know, he was like abused it. as a child and he was researching it for his book. And I'm pretty sure that was accepted by the court. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the court won't usually accept that as a defense because it's quite an easy one to come out with, you know what I mean? So, so I'm, I'm researching a novel or whatever, yeah. you know. 
Um, so there should be a great deal of skepticism that, you know, there is guidance uh, from the court to say um, in, in, the, in the case of Atkins and the DPP, um, where, where the courts say uh, the courts are plainly entitled to bring a measure of skepticism to bear upon any such, in, such an inquiry. They should not too readily accept that the defence is made out because it's, it's an easy one to make. So you would, ex you would expect usually if someone is having, you know, if someone has, you know, if someone is researching this in an academic sense or whatever, usually they will effectively, um, you know, declare all this up front. This is what we're doing. Let's get permission to have this stuff and blah, blah, blah. Because um, you see that when people are investigating sort of like terrorism, for example, you know, and because it's, it's, it's an offence to have terroristic material. But if you're writing a PhD uh, about, which is important work to do, if you think about, you know, uh, researching in how people become um, radicalised and so on, that'll probably involve you having to go onto some sort of fairly uh, unseemly areas on the internet to have a look at what's happening, you know. So you, you, you issue a declaration up front. So that's normally how you get around it. Um, Just looking at um, The Guardian from 2003, um, in 1999, it said a four-month investigation that was partly exactly what you said about um, needing, you know, for research purposes. It was FBI-led uh, the initial crackdown that then spread over to the Met, which again could be an entire different episode on its own. Um, Townsend was not in possession of any downloaded child abuse images, but he had access to such yeah. images. And that was in 1999, so that's a year before Bowden. Um, yeah. So uh, that's that's why he escaped charges. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that's quite interesting. Now, had yeah. he downloaded it, presumably it would have fit under the same uh, making images that you were just talking about five, ten minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So I mean, so and because another one of the defences, and it's quite similar to that actually, the case on this is what is like lack of awareness that you didn't know yeah. what it was. So, so um, again, that's limited in its application in so much that um, it, it would probably be easy for people to so argue this point to make that claim. And if it was just readily accepted, then everybody—that's what everyone would be saying, you know. And you'd have to prove, um, and I mean, they'd have to prove that they didn't know about it. But still, it'd be quite an easy one to say um so so quite often um someone will will say well i didn't know i was on this website and then a pop-up came on yeah. you know and that wasn't my fault by mine it isn't but the what the what the case was has done is sort of said well if actually if you're on a site in which it's possible that that might happen um then then you're then you can't rely on that as a defense in it right so if, if you are there are there are plenty of like what sorry? year is this from so that that's 2003, right. I think, or is it? No, 2005, the, the case of Collier um, allows for that to happen. Right. Um, but but it's, and it's a legal burden for them to prove that they, they did lack awareness. So it's quite, you know, they, they've got to then meet the sort of, uh, provide a lot of evidence that, that shows that they didn't make it. So the burden isn't for the for the prosecution to prove that, that, that they did know or that they, that they can't, you know, or that they were reckless as to knowing that. Um, but uh, but they've got to prove that they, that they didn't know. And in this one, he, he had a he had a CD that contained images featuring adults and didn't know or didn't have any cause suspect that were trailers at the end of the CD advertising other right. things, which included included children. Um, and so he was able to rely on that. Now, as the case law has developed in line with the internet and you know streaming services and so on, is that actually there's lots of like fairly safely regulated sites you could go on. 
So if, if for example, you were on one of the more sort of like one of the bigger sites that, that have all the relevant sort of safeguarding in place, yeah. um, you would probably be able to rely on that event and a pop-up got through there for whatever reason. You could probably rely on, on the defense because you could say, well, I legitimately couldn't have expected that to have happened there. But if you're on some sort of like torrent sharing site or something like that, when you thing is, then you're not likely to be able to rely on that defense because, um, you know, you've, you've been sort of like been too incautious in essence. Do you know what I mean? That was um, wonderful. And it how you uh, didn't manage to name any of those bigger sites. If you put it. It's like <laughs> a, saying a cola drink. If you were to go to a restaurant, yeah. a cola drink. Yeah. It's like I'm doing this on the BBC, isn't it? Yeah, there are other... Yeah, well done. That was very, uh, that was like you were in court still. Yeah, here's another one, right? Listen to this one for a, for a defence, though. Um, is the defence of, of marriage and other relationships. So this defence um, is made out um, and the defendant has to prove that, A, the photograph was of a child aged 16 or 17. So this is where it's interesting. So like under 18 becomes a child and, that, and that's a different application from people under 16 right. so um but for images it can be 16 or 17 and at the time of the conduct in question he and the child were married or civil partners yes. so if they weren't married um then um and the, the photos photograph showed the child alone or with the defender but nobody else so it's like it's all right if you're married but not if you're not which is an interesting um interesting argument i think uh, but yeah, but usually the ones that people rely on are trying to rely on is a lack of awareness. You know, I didn't know about right. it. Um, and I think that's what happened in this case as well. You know, that's what he said. I was downloading them, didn't yeah. know that, blah, blah. But he's clearly been told that because he was downloading from some sort of um, sharing site, um, I'm not all fair with that type of thing, to be honest with you. No. Um, I'm not one of these who's been around, you know, like people go on Pirate Bay and all that for sort of free films and, and whatever to avoid having to pay Netflix. Um, I'm not sure, but I think he's been on some sort of site where you download things. Um, because that was the nature of what he was doing, um, then he wasn't able to rely on that as a defence. He clearly had to accept that he's right. guilty of the, of the offences and, and pleaded guilty to him. Um, and, and that's why he's been convicted. Um, so, yeah, so the sentencing you, um, will been, take... It was about two weeks ago, I think, this broke, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, because I think, as I understand it, the hearing took place back in November. Oh, okay. Um, at which he pleaded guilty. So, because it, it wasn't like reporting from court that day. So, I don't know how this has come to light now, unless, you know, it's, it's been released deliberately to get ahead of the news before the sentencing happens. I'm not sure. Um, but it remains to be seen on whether or not there's been a basis of plea accepted. Which So, sometimes you can plead guilty on the basis that, well, I'll plead guilty, but, but the Crown will accept that. I didn't do this. I didn't know that. Often people want to, if, if they legally haven't got a leg to stand on, but they don't want to admit to certain behaviour or they feel very strongly that I don't want to admit that I've, I'm, I'm, that I'm this, you know, I'm this named sort of type of deviant or whatever, then then they might, it might be the prosecution accept um, a basis of plea to get the guilty plea um, and allow them to feel like they've not admitted to things that they don't want to admit to, even though the offence is technically made out, if that yeah. makes sense. So, but that, that, can effectively allow for um you know sort of some mitigation there so it depending on what the what the court think about the argument that um i was suffering from the side effects of medication not acting sort of rationally when i was doing this um i didn't access any of these images didn't want them blah blah, blah. however i have to accept that the offense is made out because of what the offense says 
um, because there's evidence of me downloading them, you know what I mean, and therefore I've made them, um, then if the court accepts all that, then obviously that's quite a lot of mitigation there. Um, and he's, uh, and you know, it's unlikely he would get any sort of custodial time, I would think. Um, but um, but but we'll but we'll see basically because I don't know what what the court will uh, what the court will be looking at. But that that looks like based on what he said in public, that looks like that's going to be his mitigation basically. It's not a defence, and he probably tried to run it as a defence. I'm guessing and was advised that he couldn't do. Um, and but he'll put it in his mitigation instead. Right. Well, um, so one final thing then. I was talking with someone else about who'd gigged with him. Uh, so I don't, I don't want to, let's not name the other people involved. Say you gigged with, say I ran a gig and I booked Tom Bing to appear in December and, yeah. uh, I owed him 300 quid for the gig and I still owed it him. Um, mm -hmm. what, uh, are the legalities of me not paying him, of me holding on to that money? Um, what if, is the um, deal, um, I'm a, I'm a still, obviously I'm breaking a contract, but does that contract almost no longer exist in the light of this? Because there is no way I would have booked that person knowing what we know now. Hmm, that's, that's interesting. Um, as very much not a contract um, lawyer, yeah. um, I, I would suspect, unless there was a, a term in the contract, because it the issue that you have with with comedy as i know is it's a bit of a wild west um can you do this gig yeah. yes so your contract is literally you turn up at this time and do this gig and i will give you this amount of money so you know what i mean yeah. that is all that's all there is there's, there's no there are very few there if any terms and conditions some of the more organized ones will obviously have like issues as, as regards like cancellation fees mm -hmm. and so on but um, by and large there aren't any particular terms uh, of that so I, I think that you would struggle to withhold the cash from someone without a specific term saying if you are convicted of certain set of number of offenses between now and then i'm not going to pay yeah. you but um I, I can't imagine that you would so even if you wouldn't have given it to them knowing what you know you, you've you've got to um think it because the, the the you know un unless you're asking someone to declare that they are they're not they don't have any convictions unspent convictions um then they've not misled you, no. you know what I mean? That you, all, all you've done is said, are you available for this gig? And you've gone, it's yeah. It's interesting though, isn't um, it? If you did have a night, say I had Alex Boardman Comedy Club Stockport and I booked Tom Binge in December, not knowing. Um, and then this case broke and uh, it was a, it's, uh, I suppose he's, he was on Countdown, wasn't he? He was often on, um, he had his own sort of BBC One hospital people, I think it was called. Um, I yeah. think I did a day's writing on that, I reckon. I think I did, actually. Um, oh, Jesus, I did. I'm pretty sure I did. Um, when it was a pilot, for the pilot that was filmed at... Oh, no, no, no. oh blimey. Um, <laughs> so, anyway... Oh, I forgot. Totally forgot. So, right, I've got my gig. And imagine he was a bit bigger, like he was a, a star that was always on telly. Um like a, a big headline act and then this broke and it was bigger news my gig people who came to that gig in december who had enjoyed it at the time could leave me some terrible reviews could give start giving me loads of shit saying why did you book him even though you didn't know obviously they maybe then would stay away it might ruin the the gig for them um mm. that's 
that that's why I wouldn't pay him anyway. That would be my argument for not paying. I would yeah. say you've caused me so much damage by by appearing. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I just won't be paying you. Yeah, I mean, and and I think I think that obviously I think ethically you'd probably be all right with that. Just whether or not if, if it was taken to court, whether you would be able to stand by yeah. that. Now, what you might do is sort of say, I tell you, what, you know what, this has cost me X amount of damage financially going forward. To to offset that, I'm not going to give you the three hundred quid or whatever from from this gig the other week. Um, and in in light of that, I won't be issuing any claim against you for lost earnings going forward. That's how you would yeah. do that. You know what I mean? I think. Um, but I don't think there would be any anything contractual you could rely on because unless you've actually explicitly asked someone to to revit to declare um, to declare whether they've got any unspent convictions. Yes. And if they've not done that, at that point you could say actually your your fees waived because you said that you were fine yeah. to do it. Well interestingly um, what venues have a sort of I can't remember what it's called, I think it's called hands off or keep off, which is a sort of safeguarding I think the frog send it out with their contract and I think Rob Riley yeah. sends it out with his contract. Yeah, Rob. I was thinking yeah. of Rob before, and I said there's not normally any terms and conditions, but um, yeah, but there, there is there is in Rob's because he includes it in all yeah. his emails, doesn't he? So because I know of that, yeah. um, some lady, newer lady comedians, um, were saying that reporting. I think it was pre-lockdown. Lots of incidents of, uh, well, lots of allegations of sexual misconduct of varying degrees of severity against male promoters i think it was more on the new comedian circuit than yeah. uh, like the actual paid circuit where i think things are a bit more professional but it's definitely the wild west on the open spot circuit can you come and do this gig do five minutes i'll buy you a drink and then some of the people that were doing that would turn out to be absolute horrors um yeah so i think that's why that came into effect but oh dear it's not pleasant is it it's not pleasant. We should do something that's not awful once. We should. <laughs> yeah. we should you can't be amusing about this because it's terrible. No, and, no, no. Um, it's, I feel miserable now. And I hope everybody. Yeah, yeah. And people, let's be honest, love a bit of salacious gossip. Uh, they probably didn't enjoy this because with the hardcore facts, as, as ever, it's not quite what everybody's been reporting. Or, or no, no. Here. They, no were, they literally. Oh, it's very blonde yeah. and technical. Yeah, isn't and then it, there's you know nuance, yeah. and it's but it's not black and white. It's, it's grey, and but it'll be very interesting. We'll we'll do an update at the beginning of the next episode. Hopefully, the sentencing will be out, and in which case, I might yeah. have to apologise for saying I'd I'd glass of somebody who had images of children on there. <laughs> I, you know, I've struggled. We we. They've sent me like three emails, Libsyn, who do our hosting, and I've been on YouTube all morning to figure out how to do this, and it's basic for some anyone, and I've really struggled. It's now 10 past 12 as we're recording this, and I started looking at it at half past nine as how to do it. Right, okay. So God knows how you accidentally just download images. That's what I'm, that's, that's my initial thought. How on earth do you accidentally, do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Come yeah. on. I, I think we know you. I think he was deliberately downloading images. It's just that he said he didn't. That the, what the we contained within them because there were zip files were images of children, and that's not what he was looking for. No. Is what he said. If you um, as another defence, another but, line of that, I bet if you're doing a lot of the cruise ships, um, which was a conversation we had the last time I gigged with him, 
Um, maybe you are out of range. Maybe or maybe for streaming. Maybe, all right, yeah. Or maybe yeah. you know, is that for streaming? I'm sure. I'm sure there's Wi-Fi on is cruise ships. Is it blocked? <laughs> like BT blocks? You can't look at. Well, you're in international waters. Everything's legal in yeah, it at some point. Is. You know. I mean, I assume you're under the law of the of the country that the cruise ship is registered that whose flag it sails under. I guess. Probably. I don't know. I'm not a maritime lawyer. No, it's interesting, they make the but I'm, big I don't know much about it. They do, yeah. That's why there's because there's I only know, like four of them. I could go back. I would you know, do maritime. 100% do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what else were you going to say on that before we go? Um, I, I, well, I think that's it really. Is, is that I wanted to sort of, I, I, I quite wanted to, to, I got really annoyed by sort of people misinterpreting what making meant yeah. in those circumstances. Um, but I also didn't want to sort of seem like I was getting on my Speed and ride into the defence of a convicted child. Well, a lot child of people did offender. that. A you lot know. of people, a lot of the newer acts who I didn't really know many of them were saying, "You shouldn't be joking about this. It's awful." And it was like, do you know, I don't know wh- whose side you think you're on, but it feels yeah, very yeah. much like you're on the side of the person who's just admitted that offence. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, so I, I felt like this urge to correct the record in relation to that because also, you know, it, it is an honest mistake to make. So I think it's a sort of valid sort of learning. Op- it's a teaching opportunity. Yeah, exactly. so yeah. um, this session's intended duration will be reached in five minutes. Right, we're going to have to go. Please right. just give me a pop up. That's yeah, yeah. Well, let's hope it's um, you know. I think I think if it's a wrong sort of pop up, then on Libsyn you'll be able to rely on the. Uh, Lack of knowledge defence. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> clearly. Right. Um, don't go anywhere. That's the end of the episode, everybody. There's going to be silence now after we've said goodbye, but I, I don't want to end the call until it tells me it's uploaded. So there might be a, a minute of silence on the end of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> bye. Bye. I'm just going to risk it. I'm going to hit end.